It's 12.22 on Tuesday morning, and last night, the VMAs recognized some top songs and artists like Camila Cabello, Jennifer Lopez, Ariana Grande, and Nicki Minaj. The show also recognized Aretha Franklin, sort of, and trotted out Aerosmith again. I'm Stephen Thompson. And I'm Linda Holmes. We're up late running down the MTV Video Music Awards on this episode of Pop Culture Happy Hour, so come right back. Support for Pop Culture Happy Hour and the following message come from Berkeley, publisher of the new near-future novel, Vox, which asks the question, if the government limits women to 100 words a day, what will they do to be heard? In Vox, author and linguist Christina Doucher explores how much our humanity and personhood is tied to our voices and the extent to which silence can harm society. Vox is available wherever books are sold. Welcome back. You just met NPR Music's Stephen Thompson. Also with us is Aisha Harris of the New York Times. Hey, Aisha. Hello. Hello, hello. <laughs> Thank you so much for staying up late for our VMAs wrap. Stephen and I watched this together, and our sense was that the awards were kind of going to a lot of women, <laughs> and the performances, particularly at the beginning, were a lot of dudes, and not only a lot of dudes, but a lot of dudes that I'm not going to say we had trouble telling apart, but a lot of this sort of <laughs> earnest T-shirted fellows of, of MTV. Stephen, do you think I have that right? Yeah, I think that's about right. I mean, there was this weird juxtaposition, especially in the first 45 minutes or so of the show, where every performance was by a dude and every winner was a woman. And by the time they got to performances by women, you had this this huge chasm between yeah. these spectacles by Nicki Minaj and Ariana Grande and, and Jennifer Lopez versus these very listless and dull performances by guys like Shawn Mendes. Yeah. And, and you know, that often happens on awards shows where dudes stand there and sing and women have to pull out all the stops. But it was it really stood out on yeah. this show. Yeah. Aisha, what would you think? I mean, there was no Bruno Mars. So it's like, right. I guess that was what we were going to get. The most high energy performance by a dude or dudes was, I think, I would say was Panic at the Disco, sounding very Fallout Boyish in a way that I'd never heard them hear before. <laughs> I, I at first I thought it was Fallout Boy, and then I was like, wait, no, that's I, I learned that it was uh, Panic. But this year was just kind of ooh, blah. I mean, I was surprised by Nicki Minaj's performance. Like, I feel like that was the most energy I've seen her give in a performance in a long time, mm -hmm. and seeing her like what she calls her barbs, her, her fans, who I think rival the beehive and, like, annoyingness. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can for, come for fervent, me, it's fine. For, fervency. <laughs> fervency, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I think that they really added to the performance in a way that, like, you could tell how much they loved her, and they were all singing the lyrics to her songs that came out just a few days ago. Yeah. yeah. Yo! So having that like that high energy, I think, was like really nice to see from her yeah. uh, and not seeing her kind of be uh, annoying on Twitter about, you know, her record album sales and all that stuff. 
aside from from her performance, clearly, absolutely, and Ariana Grande, who did a sort of, I think it was Last Supper, kind of. Um, But as our producer um, mentioned, it was also very, like, Beyonce with the goddess imagery, Mm -hmm. and it, it sort of called to mind that whole set of performances in a superficial way, right? I'm sure. not saying she was like Beyonce. Please don't don't email me. I'm saying <laughs> I think that the iconography she was calling to mind was similar enough that it felt not as fresh as it might have otherwise. So I think a lot of times at the VMAs, you'll get some really going all the way back to the very beginning of the VMAs, the sort of the Madonna performances right. and the stuff that was kind of really high energy and really intense and sometimes really cool and big dance numbers and things. I didn't feel like I saw as much of that this year. Yeah, I think what you saw in its place, I mean, I, I will defend Ariana Grande to a point. I do think she's at an interesting phase in her career where I she's, like her. she is starting to really, you know, not only has she been involved in serious news, but she is somebody who is starting to incorporate big ideas into what are also pop jams. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't necess- I wasn't necessarily bothered by the derivativeness of that performance. But I do think when you look back on performances over the course of the night, there aren't many that stand out. I would say that Logic, who performed with the, the Children of Immigrants, mm-hmm. there was a lot of emotion behind that performance. He is he is somebody who, who performs with a kind of weaponized earnestness yeah. that can be very powerful. I think that emotion could be kind of a stand-in for production gloss, you know, when I'm thinking about performances that I'm still thinking about an hour or so later. Dark days can be up all You ever wonder what it means to make up by any means and finally attain your dreams on the come up where they run up from the world of many scenes? I've been at a the, the problem with the, the earnestness of logic, I think, is that he did basically the exact same thing last year right. where he like had a bunch of like and here I am dating myself, but it reminded me of when Eminem did the real Slim Shady like years ago at the VMAs where he like started outside and then brought hundreds of Slim Shadies who look like him, except mm-hmm. obviously the intent was <laughs> very, very different. Yeah. But like he's bringing out these people wearing shirts and, and it, it just felt kind of hokey to me. And I also felt like the song, I'd never heard the song, uh, whoever the singer was who was with him, I think his Ryan name. Tedder. Oh, Ryan Tedder from Ryan Tedder. Republic. Yeah. Oh God, those oh. vocals. He over, 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 (laughs) over, over sang. Yeah. A couple of the times that they were clearly trying to do a cool thing with presenters, I thought a couple of those things were a little bit erratic. I thought Tiffany Haddish and and Kevin Hart were funny. Uh, I understand that we are live coast to coast right now. I'm looking at this like it's game day, people. But do not worry. Because at this game, you guys are allowed to kneel. You can do whatever the hell you want. There's no old white man that can stop you. Do it. They obviously have a movie coming up, and I understand why MTV was like, we'll do this. You know, if you actually look at the artistry of music videos, Stephen and I were talking about the fact that the ones that seemed to have the most artistry, your Childish Gambino and your Beyonce and your Janelle Monae and some of those... They would pop up in other categories, right? The Childish Gambino video and the Janelle Monet and a couple of other ones ended up in the the video with a message, right. which is a really, it's like, 
what are the other ones? A video that is saying nothing when we're all supposed to be here <laughs> celebrating artistic accomplishments? Well, it was it was strange. I mean, there was a I thought a huge divide between videos people talked about yeah. in the last year and videos that won VMAs. Mm-hmm. The the most talked about videos of the last year are clearly far and away. This is America. And the Carter song, that's uh-huh. it, the, the name of which we can't say, yeah. um, that is shot in the Louvre. Yeah. Those are videos that people talked about. Plus, that Janelle Monet pink video is very provocative and just barely got mentioned yeah. over the course of the night. Those videos, the Childish Gambino and the Carter song, won technical awards. They mm-hmm. won for things like choreography and art direction and, you know, like video making. The video making, right? <laughs> but, yeah. then, but then when it came time to give out the big prizes, they went to these kind of frothy songs like the Camila Cabello song, Havana, which is a gem. It's a lovely, it's a little, delight. It's a lovely yeah. little song. But is that a video that people are, are talking about? Has well, that, and did the video drive? The thing is, some of the other ones we're talking about, This Is America and some of the others, those are ones where the videos drove a lot of the interest in the music. Right. I, I want to mention also, because I think we can't not, that uh, this is a VMAs that sadly took place not very long after the death of Aretha Franklin. It was inevitable that they were going to have to do something, right? Yeah, so they came up with the least appropriate <laughs> thing they could possibly oh, do. Boy, did I think that did not go well. What they did is they brought Madonna out. She was presenting a video of the year. That was at least what they said she was doing. She was coming out to present video of the year. But before that, they showed a little snippet of, of Aretha Franklin. They brought down a big photo of Aretha Franklin behind Madonna and then Madonna told, I don't know, a 25-minute story about herself. <laughs> I could see that they did not take me seriously. And why should they? Some skinny-ass white girl is going to come up here and belt out a song by one of the greatest soul singers that ever lived. Natural Woman made a cameo. The song, not Aretha Franklin, really, right. but the song Natural Woman made a cameo. And then not only that, but at the end of the story, she says, well, and that didn't really turn out to matter because I, I decided not to go that way. And I went a different way. And I was like, what? The whole point of going to a funeral or a memorial <laughs> is you're not supposed to be drawing attention to yourself. And she couldn't have failed more miserably. <laughs> Well, the the moral of the story was Aretha Franklin sang a song, and I sung it well, too. (laughs) The show is about two hours and 40 minutes long. Mm -hmm. And after about two hours, the VMAs feel about making the VMAs the way I feel about watching the VMAs. So, so by the end, it's just like, ah, Madonna, go out there. And then we're going to close the show with a with a big number by Post Malone and Aerosmith. <laughs> yeah. Because, just, because, because why not? Because why not? Well, seriously, uh, we were talking about the fact that I think Aerosmith has burned a lot of their fuel in terms of showing up <laughs> for stuff. <laughs> Because I feel like they're the guys who show up. It's like we're having an award show. I feel like if we started an award show and it was a public radio awards and we said, 
Aerosmith, will you come? They'd say, sure, we'll do something with Guy Raz. That, and then that would be a thing. It would be an Aerosmith and Guy Raz duet. They show up a lot. And so it's not that exciting anymore. And I admit I was walking the dog through part of what they, when they were performing with Post Malone. Maybe it was super thrilling. <laughs> Narrator, colon, it wasn't. Was it thrilling, Aisha? God, uh, I just can't believe Post Malone is a thing. I, I thought that that was just an opportunity for him to show, hey, I actually am a rocker. I play the guitar because Post Malone like broke out a guitar and I guess he was playing. I couldn't really tell that it was very loud and yeah. Aerosmith was also <laughs> up there. So there was that. But yeah. oh, man. And for that to have been the last like 10 minutes of the show, they did not need that like it was so unnecessary yeah i think the energy level was a little bit low on the whole and then the one thing that was kind of maybe at least some bright energy was jennifer lopez i don't know if i think of her as a video vanguard i was curious about kind of how many songs of hers people really know i asked on twitter got different responses but she she did a big performance she did her you know i'm still jenny from the block and she did waiting for tonight and it turned out i knew a couple more songs of hers than i thought i did This show did a better job putting Latin music at the fore than music awards shows usually do. I think that's do. a great point. They had a category entirely devoted to Latin music. Mm-hmm. J Balvin won. I mean, obviously, Cardi B was there, uh, Camila Cabello. And having Jennifer Lopez as the first Latin artist ever to win a Video Vanguard yeah. Award, I thought over the course of the night, they made that case that yes. J-Lo belonged in that category yes. in a way that I kind of foolishly had written her off going right. into the I ceremony. think that's absolutely fair. And they had the, the Spanish language performance too from, oh yeah oh my uh, gosh by uh, Maluma do you have J-Lo thoughts Aisha? I mean I love J-Lo she can't sing um, but she can dance, yeah, and she looked amazing. And I honestly probably knew all of her early aughts hits. Mm-hmm. And then once she got into like the Miami sounds medley, I was like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. The the dooch dooch, the yeah, <laughs> and yeah. DJ Khaled like yelling in the background. I was like, no, no, no. But um, I'm proud of her like from her to go from being a fly girl on in living color to you know where she is now and doing las vegas residencies and like still looking as amazing as she does at nearly 50 man good good for her good for her bless that gold bodysuit she's wearing we got some sirens going on that's how you know that we are taping in the middle of the night but uh but seriously that is the the sirens mean it's time for us to wrap it up they're Uh, coming for us let us know what you thought about the vmas find us on facebook at facebook.com slash pchh or tweet us at pchh and thanks so much to you guys for doing this late night chat with me. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks so much for listening. If you are so inclined, drop us a nice review on Apple Podcasts. That'll help people find the show. We will see you right back here on Friday.
Hey, this is Stretch Armstrong. And this is Bobito Garcia, the hosts of What's Good. We're kicking off a new season with legendary singer-songwriter Erica Badu. That's why they call me Fat Belly Bella, because they never know when I'm going to be impregnated. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe now.